Hello and welcome to Die Hard on a Podcast, episode number forty-seven. I think it's. I think I just looked it up. It's. I think it's forty-five. Forty-five. Okay, forty-five sounds. Forty. Forty-four, forty-five. Forty-four-ish, something like that. Where we're discussing um, Meatball Machine Sudaku. No, Kodaku. Kodaku. Kodoku. Yeah, I don't know how many times when I looked at where I tried looking up stuff on it, I would type in Sudoku. Yeah. Ball machine. <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of like Sudoku, but just with a K in front of it. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to text Trevor and see if he wants me to watch the Sudoku one. Um, the Sudoku movie. <laughs> you know, so I want to say, you know, I watch a lot of movies, and every now and again, you watch a movie where you can, like, never go back. You know, like, you're never. Yeah. You're never mm-hmm. really going to be quite the same uh, after you've seen it, and the the cuts and the cuts are going to leave scars. And Meatball Machine, yes. Kudoku is definitely one of those movies. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty. I, I don't know. I still don't know what they really think of it and about it. I don't. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm going to say it's an effective movie because I was slightly traumatized by it. You know, like, I'm yep. going to say it was effective because I really was a little bit fucking scarred after seeing it. Like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, it's like you think Meatball Machine, the first one, is kind of that. But then this one is kind of like, no, that one's basically really like yeah. fucking Benji, Benji compared to this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, and, and that Sweet. was definitely something I was thinking is that, you know, like I saw the first Meatball Machine and like I was like, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. But I was like, man, I wish I was watching. I wish I was watching the first Meatball Machine because it's nowhere near as fucked. It's so tame compared to this one. <laughs> the quaintness of Meatball Machine, the See, first one. Yeah, <laughs> so it was so quaint. Like, um, it was like you said. He right whenever Trevor watched it, he texted me and just said so much blood. And I thought, yeah, whatever. You know, I've seen like Dead Alive. It's not that bad. But it was, oh, yeah. it was really this bad. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there was a part where there was a woman projectile shooting blood out of her breasts, out of her tits. She's projectile shooting blood. I mean, let's get to the like. I just got um, where the, the the glass case comes down to like section off a piece of the city, so these meatball machine things can start fighting for I forget for some odd stupid reason. And these two guys, these two people are having sex, right? And they ha- they're having sex for like a long time. They keep cutting back to them. They're having sex. They're having sex. And then the one guy's peeing forever, right? <laughs> like they keep cutting back to the guy peeing as well. Yeah. And then this glass thing comes down right between the the people having sex. So then like the bottom has they're, they're like doggy styling it, right? And like they're basically like <laughs> they come in half, but the the the, the their ass like their parts keep keep having the sex, yeah. and the blood is still going everywhere. It's just like. <laughs> the dick, the guy's dick gets cut off, and like it's like so much, so much blood. blood from a dick. Like, like, never... If you're a fan of squirting blood, this is definitely the movie for you because there is so much squirting blood. There's one, there's one point where the squirting blood is so much that it actually completely covers the lens of the camera, and like, like not, legit, yeah, <laughs> like not intentionally, not like they're like, ooh, this will be a cool effect. It was like it completely covers the camera, and they were like. Okay, well, that was a fuck up, but we're gonna leave it in because it's cool because it's squirting blood. It's like holy crap. That's like an Edward moment where they like was like, "What well, do you want to do that take again?" He hit the he hit the door. Like no, he would struggle with that every day. Move on. <laughs> like okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, they would struggle with blood on the camera every day. That's 
take two. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, there was a point. There was a point in the movie where I actually had to pause the movie because I was laughing so hard. Where he's talking to Kuori or Kuora, and uh, he's talking to his girlfriend, and she's like, "Yeah, you know, I had a really hard time with life, but then I found God, and He taught me how to forgive other people." And he's like, "Well." I really hope you're going to forgive me for this. And then just out of nowhere grabs her tits. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even think they were like girlfriend and boyfriend. Well, they no, like no. Neighbors. He, he had just met her. He had met her for like 10 seconds. She came, He like came into her store and bought albums, and that's the only way you knew her. They were definitely not girlfriend and boyfriend yet, you know. Um, and that was basically his pickup line was, well, I hope you'll forgive me for this. Bam, grabs her tits. It's like, whoa. Yeah, I, I about lost it. I, I really did. I had to stop the movie. Um, and I, I was just like, I was like, I was like, what? Is, am I supposed to sympathize with this guy? This is very questionable now. I don't understand. Yeah. Oh no. And he, as a hero, he was definitely very questionable because he was kind of a just a typical dirty old man, you know. <laughs> Let's talk about he get he early on. He finds out that he he to quote, to quote the doctor. Probably has cancer. Yeah, <laughs> but, but they don't do any more tests. No, because he's like, okay, doc. He's like, probably has cancer. Is not having cancer. cancer. Maybe you should check that out. Yeah. Like, I don't there's, understand them. They're probably okay, doc. Thanks. Yeah, there's like, a little what? thing called biopsy <laughs> that they do. And it's just uh, like he just takes the guy's word for it. Like, like right. really? Come on, all right, like, man. I guess I'm dying. <laughs> well, it was it was confirmed later because the reason that the like little alien that control was supposed to control him didn't control him was because the cancer killed him. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Well, because I had to, I watched it on Prime, and it actually doesn't have subtitles, so you have to use caption closed captioning. Yes. Yep. So, so, so the captioning might be a little questionable in that uh, you aspect. Know, you know what's, t- what's terrible? Because it, it didn't have subtitles, and I didn't even realize it for like five or six minutes. Like yeah. I was just like, holy shit, this movie's already really, really, really weird. Then I'm like, wait a minute. They've been speaking Japanese a long time, and I'm not understanding a word of it. And so then I turned the captioning on and was like, oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, yeah. There's a big text at the beginning. I was like, "Should I be reading this?" And I, so I was like, "Well, they'll let me know." Yeah. And then, like, yeah, I, I, like you did. I was like, I kept watching. I was like, "Wait, I think I was supposed to know what that said." And yeah, to be that's... honest, it doesn't. It doesn't help you at all. It doesn't. Not really. No. <laughs> no. No. But yeah, so the captioning was like, "You probably have cancer," so it might be uh, an issue yeah, of a little lost in translation. Language, there. maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking so. You know. Well, although the thing is about the Japanese and the Japanese language, like, I mean, it's so ingrained in their culture that even their language is, is based on politeness. You know, yeah. like, like there's no swear words in the Japanese language because it's too considered too rude. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, everything that they say usually has like, excuse me, or, you know, like instead of saying thank you, they just say no. <laughs> like it's really <laughs> weird. Uh, and so, like, it could have something to do with that's how it's lost in translation. Like, it wouldn't be unheard of in Japanese culture for, like, your doctor to not want to come right out and say, you know, absolute mm. bad news that they want to kind of sugarcoat it or make it a little bit more polite. Because, like, rudeness is, like, death in Japanese culture. You know, it's, like, so bad. And maybe, and maybe like, the... Because the, 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 I think the thing after is, like, something about tests. Yeah. I'm not sure what exactly they say. And it might be, like... He might have been like suggesting more tests, tests instead of saying like, like I, it could have been a little like 
little more. Like I don't know if I say nuance because this movie's right. nuance. No, there's so not a whole you're... lot of nuance to it. Although the freaking end kind of did shock me a little. Uh, remind me what that. Remind me about. Remind me about that. Well, at remind the end, the you know, like they they kind of defeat the aliens, and the freaking glass like goes back up to the bigger space station, and it turns out that they were just like farming energy drink the whole time. You know, the, oh, that's that's, that's like, right. The, the, the whole reason, trick. yeah, the whole reason that's that they were like making them fight was to find out who the strongest one was, so that they could harvest their harvest their blood to make juice out of it. And it's like what? <laughs> that's 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 right. That's right. I, that part was pretty awesome. I actually think that's the best. Yeah, and well, and even you mentioned it's some dude in some very questionable blackface, and I'm guessing maybe. Maybe it's okay to be a racist in outer space. I, I, I don't know, because it was definitely, I thought that too. I was like, wow, um, couldn't they have like hired an actual, I mean, I know there's not a whole lot of black people in Japan, but I bet you if you looked around, you could find one who'd be willing to do a commercial. Or, or, or maybe just, you know, change the character. Because it's like, it's like a, like a native African person. Yeah. With like the, the whole like early, thir- like what was it early 40s, like, painted like white lips yeah. or you're just like oh this yeah. is oh this is gross it's like wow please stop it <laughs> please yeah don't be so oh don't be, that. if, if so they gross. did that if they did that in america there'd definitely be people protesting it <laughs> i mean honestly it's like when i watched that i was like i don't know if i want to keep like to be honest i was like i don't know should i keep watching this movie this is very like this is terrible yeah like, yeah <laughs> but i don't think that's but I think this guy might be doing it just to get shocks because the movie is the like, movie is designed shocking. for being <laughs> shocking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's like I'll never, I'll never be able to entirely wipe the image of the girlfriend topless riding the monster like a fucking she's the Lone Ranger. Oh my! I feel like for like the second half of the movie, practically it's like yeah, yeah. It's like like okay. I would, well, here's how I was thinking. I was like, if you were going to do, you know, like a list of the cast, like in order of most prominent appearances, right? Number one yes. would be blood. That would be the first actor to be listed was blood, right? And yes. then number two was that dude's girlfriend's tits. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that would be yes. number two. It's almost like Anna Nicole's tits in Skyscraper or Pam because Anderson's it, tits in uh, Barbed Wire. And it was almost like, it was almost like, her, him grabbing her tits was like it was okay because she was kind of like like a little more like like uh upstanding and then yeah. when she, once she takes off the, her like her bra she's like yes i am free, I'm free. <laughs> i'm like right uh no no about that i mean i i like you, you i mean go for it like if you need to take off your bra to like be free that's fine <laughs> <laughs> like maybe that, that don't link it to the guy who groped you earlier. And, you know, <laughs> also like the the police that were going around fighting them, the like the rogue police force. Uh, I felt like there was a little bit of Nazism to them. Like there's one point where oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know like yeah, where yeah, they're like hey we're the we're no longer the police we're a militia <laughs> protecting the citizens we we have our own authority and answer to no one and then they all throw up like the Heil Hitler salute and I'm like whoa. <laughs> Because <laughs> the one guy has like the Hitler mustache. It was like, yeah. I was like, oh, what? And you're the entire time you're like, I don't know what that's for. And then you see that joke, and you're like, oh, it's just, oh no, come on, <laughs> it's killing me. Yeah. 
I feel like there's like a Stanley Kubrick going, thing going on with this movie, and this is actually like a real subtle comment on society yes. and you know human nature in general. But we don't see it because there's so much freaking blood and tits. It's you know. I mean, maybe because it's 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 the cops and they become basically Nazis. Maybe that's a comment on like right. <laughs> the police, which is fine. But like they basically save the day for most of the time. So yeah, they were they were kind of the good guys at the same time too. So I'm not sure what to think of that exactly. Uh, and to be and, fair, and to be fair, for most of the movie, I did not know that they were cops until they're like towards closer towards the end. I just thought there was just like this random group of like like samurai like doing like kung fu moves like type well, and the one guy had a pair of stools that he fought with oh, yes. and he looks like yes. and like I, I i thought it might be like a subtle nod to jackie chan because he looks like like a really young jackie chan and he's fighting with stools like everybody else like the one guy has a samurai sword and the chick has like a rope that has like a blade on it and the other guy has yeah. like these crazy police weapons and then they're like oh you you get the stools like they're, they're freaking footstools and he's kicking ass with them <laughs> that's what i thought too i was like he looks like jackie chan and he's fighting with things i was like that must be like a yeah, like a nod to well, Jackie Chan or something, right? Because that's what I thought. Like at first, like I was like, "Why is he fighting with stools?" And I was like, "Man, he really looks like, like drunken mats, like drunken master era Jackie Chan, like before he ever came to America when he was like a kid." And then I was like, "Oh, yeah. and he's fighting with stools, which Jackie Chan would do." It's like maybe that's like a kind of nod towards Jackie Chan in the middle of this <laughs> meatball machine. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like that, and I, yeah. I kind of like that as a character. Like he, I fight with stools, and they look like when you think about it, if you get hit with a stool, it's gonna fucking hurt. Really <laughs> like, bad. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like a stool might just gonna like really fucking fuck you up. And, and like, especially uh, like, like the guy knew what he was doing with the stools. Like it wasn't like he was just willy nilly throwing them around. Like he had some stool technique. <laughs> yes, he's been training with stools for years. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and with with the monks. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I feel like Shaolin monks are very are known for their stool work. Or, sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, you know, like there's crane style, mm -hmm. there's tiger style, and then there's stool style, you know? There's, there's bar style. Yeah, bar style. <laughs> bar stool style. Why not? Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I could just go on and on. Like the aliens were like hot chicks dressed as leprechauns. And, like, at one point, it shows them, like, walking on the earth. Like, it's, like, a very long shot of the earth. And then the yes. leprechaun chick is just as, like, twice as big as the earth. And she's walking around it. Oh, I mean, yeah. This, I, I'll give it to it as always. Like, it you went for it. Like, it just, like, is like, yeah, fuck, this is the movie there we're, we're going to make. There's and... no point in that movie where he said scale it back or you know like yeah. somebody went tone it down and then he like forced the guy to commit ritual suicide for even suggesting that they tone it down yeah i'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the, the phrase is this too much ever come out of this yeah. guy's mouth no uh-uh <laughs> definitely did not come out of his mouth he did not say slow this down he said full speed ahead we... or like is this in good taste yeah mm. <laughs> yeah no definitely <laughs> Of not a freaking factor in the taste department because that was some crazy, crazy shit. Uh, and, you know, honestly, I liked it. I did. I didn't think I was gonna like it. I thought Meatball Machine One was like okay. Uh, yeah. I really like this one because I mean the guy's definitely doing something different. You can't 
you can't say he's not original with this movie. <laughs> you know, you can't say like, oh, well, he totally copied that from so and so, or you know, oh, he's yes. just trying to be, he's just trying to be Akira Kurosawa because Akira Kurosawa is probably fucking rolling over his grave and in his grave when he watched this movie and then like an alien came and drilled into his eyeballs <laughs> <You know>? yes <laughs> it's almost like i think we talked about it we might have talked about it with the first one but then like some uh jack on the facebook page mentioned like it was like i think he said it was like a gore show and then did he say it was like gore yeah he did say it was like that, gore. and there is something like that but I was like, I was like, yeah, it's like an Asian gore show, but you didn't get covered in questionable liquids yeah. afterwards, which is this time. You definitely, if that's what you, definitely got, if that's what you covered in questionable liquids. Yeah, it's like if, if that's your thing, then yeah, that's, this is your movie. Yeah, if you like, if you like gore, <laughs> you'll be a fan of this movie because it's definitely. I, I can see the gore influence in it. You know, it's it's crazy. Um, and I don't know if they actually know who gore is, but they should because. Like uh, the costumes, the ma- uh, the makeups were pretty awesome. There were all really well done makeups. Um, you know, there's a, there's tw- there's not not saying there wasn't a few times where I didn't buy the makeups because there was definitely a couple times where I was like, oh yeah, that's foam, <laughs> you know. But still, <laughs> but still, it was really creatively done. Uh, and just with like a shock value is, it's very rare that I see something that will actually like make me squirm. And I guess it's kind of a side effect of my profession where I've seen like real life blood, real life gore, real life insane violence. And so I'm kind of desensitized to it when I see it in the movies. Not the case in this movie. There was more than one point where I was like, oh my God, I need to look away. Like when they were drilling into their eyeballs, I was like, holy crap. And then the part, even though it looked super, super fake, it looked so fake, and it still made me squirm, was when they were running that guy's face on the um, the asphalt when he was driving behind the car and going like 100 miles an hour, and she kept stepping oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. She keeps stepping on this dude's head and grinding his head into the pavement. And again, it looked super fake, like it was so like cheap green screen CGI, but it was still like, oh my god, that's so terrible and painful, why do I have to watch this? <laughs> it's like one of those things where you like you know that, that does not feel anywhere remotely good at all. No, and not like at it's all. just like <clears throat> I I love that where like it's just like there's so many moments too where you're not expecting something to happen. Like, okay, so this one monster's fighting our hero and by this point mm. our mira hero has turned into a mutant but the cancer has controlled the killed the parasite so he's in control of his own shit he's fighting another monster the monster takes two bystanders and cuts their heads off so then he mm. takes their heads and turns them into like a bolo like he ropes them together and he throws them at the hero and then they wrap themselves around at the hero's head and they're strangling him and so you think, wow, and that's, talking to him. that's fucked up. <laughs> and then they start talking to him. Yeah, and they say weird shit. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, you seem to have regained human consciousness. How'd you do that? And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, okay, look, here's how you be one of these monsters. And they tell him how to be a monster because they can read the other monster's mind. Because when you cut off a human's head, it doesn't kill them. It just makes them being able to read a monster's mind. <laughs> Makes sense, obviously. I, I, I mean, that's just... I, I don't know why I didn't think of it sooner, to be honest. I mean, I, 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 I love that like that part, too, because it's like... <laughs> the, 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 like the heads are obviously, like, fake heads when he's, like, twirling them around. 
But then when they get caught around his neck, they like end up on both of his shoulders, and then it becomes like the people again. Yeah, it's obviously like they're the people are just hiding behind the guy. So he's like, so he's talking. So it's like, absolutely. I love that type of like fake effects. I was like, that's how it should be done. Because like, if you do it now, the the fake heads like being swung around would have been like look real, look more real than that. And this and that. So it's like uh, I, I like the low budget effects, like that yeah, type of stuff. Yeah, to get me, around, t- stuff me like too. Because it, it, it definitely <laughs> didn't. It de- they didn't have a real big uh, like CGI budget, or like I don't think a budget that much at all. Uh, and, but it was okay, and it kind of it kind of made all the violence and gore a little bit more bearable because there wasn't really a point in time where you thought, oh my god, that looks so real. You know, like the whole time you're just like, yeah, that's some cheesy looking shit. But it was still really shockingly violent. And I love in the cabaret the freaking song. Like I, I hope that that's actually the words to the song because that's like the darkest song ever. It's like you know, like I want to die. My life is shit. I, I just want to go to heaven, but they're not gonna let me in. <laughs> it's like holy shit. That was a great place too because it was like this place, like basically like a strip bar. But then like once he like I think he touches one of the ladies. Like they just like rip him off. Yeah, <laughs> like, they totally, they totally shake him down, and like the whole time they're feeding him spaghetti and and rubbing their yes. rubbing their genitals in his face, like waving them all around them, and then he touches one of their boobs, and they fucking kick his ass. The bouncer comes in, kicks his ass, and like demand that he pay them money. But then they turn out to be like, I think they become the villains, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, become, they, they become mutants. Yeah, that's the one of them's the one that shoots the blood out of her tits as a weapon. And, like, that's the other thing, too. She's not spraying blood out of her tits because, like, somebody cut her tits or she was just bleeding out of them. The the blood, her spraying blood out of her tits was actually a weapon. Like, that was her, you know, some of them got freaking power saws. Some of them got bazookas. She got tits that sprayed blood. And it was, it was always, like, the, like, it was always, like, flashback to, like, why they looked the way they did. Like, the one, like you said, spaghetti one like like what did she do with the spaghetti like the one like turned into something yeah in life she turned in she was feeding him spaghetti but then when she became a mutant she had spaghetti coming out of her mouth that's right that's right (laughs) you know and like she attacked people by rubbing spaghetti on their mouth and even at one point she's like fighting the cops and she's like rubbing her spaghetti face on this guy and he's like oh it's slimy get it off me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this it's, movie, man. Like, <laughs> like, uh, it was so funny. Like, I got home from work today. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do the podcast this afternoon. I haven't watched the movie yet. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna put it on in the background, and I'm gonna just sort of do some of the other work that I have to do before I leave, and watch it in the background. And within like ten minutes, I had forgotten all about whatever work I was doing. I still can't remember what the hell I was doing, and I was <laughs> just like mesmerized by this movie. I feel like it would be a good movie to like put on and like put some like like music on, yeah, and just like kind of watch it with like your your own like soundtrack. I feel like that would be like a great because the music is terrible in this, and like like honestly, it doesn't matter what anybody's saying to each other. No. <laughs> so it's like you can just like throw it on. Like it, I feel like it might be a good like party movie where you just throw it on in the background and have some music playing, and it'd be like every now and then people would be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah. Well, now there is like one line of dialogue, and I thought that was great too. Is that he turns into a mutant, but he's not being controlled, and then he sees mm-hmm. two of the other mutants fight, 
And from that fight, he explains the whole pot, plot of the movie, or at least the whole... He's like, oh, these are aliens that take over humans, and they are fighting each other because the freaking bodies of the parasite make them high. And then whatever the human was focused on when the parasite turned them into a mutant, that's what their weapon is. And it's like, holy shit, this guy's really smart. No wonder he's a fucking detective. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, how does this like, why is, how does he know all of this? Yeah. From this one weird fight he yeah, watched from a ten-second fight he watched, he figured out exactly like what the aliens were doing. Now he never did figure out that they were actually just farming juice for a drink mix, for like a monster drink. No yeah. pun intended. Yeah, for a monster drink. <laughs> Um, but yeah. I was like, I was like, I watched, I watched, I watched the first movie and all this movie. I still couldn't get all of that from that one fight. Right, <laughs> right. Well, in, in the first movie, like it kind of explains it, but like if you remember, even on the podcast, we were speculating as to like why they were fighting for a long time. Like, is it like a predator thing? Blah blah blah. But it turns out, no, they're not even the aliens. They're just like a certain breed of things that they use to make energy drink out of. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah for the first one it ended like it's yeah almost like a predator situation was like it was just like two people from another planet are fighting on this planet and it's like a weird like mind controlling type of the weird thing. But they never say anything about drinks and then like this movie is just like basically the same movie but just like, amped up to, like a thousand. Yeah, like a ten thousand. Uh, and it was yeah. I mean it was awesome if you're if you're a fan of gore movies then you will not be disappointed watching this I promise yeah there's a lot there's some questionable stuff as we said <laughs> questionable questionable racism and yeah Nazi Nazi jokes are not quite I mean right and you know it's funny because like a lot of times we'll talk about like when we watch old movies about how there's like casual racism in it and this definitely crosses the line from like casual to like I'm pretty sure that's racist, you know. Uh, and it, but again, you know, and it was made last year. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was made last year. Uh, but again, like we also have to kind of look into the fact that you know he's a deliberately making this shocking, and you know, in Japanese culture, they don't quite have the uh, I don't know if cultural sensitivity is the word I'm looking for, or you know, or a lot of times they do shit that's really racist without even realizing that it's really racist because the Japanese culture is so inherently kind of like racist you know like japanese are superior to everybody and they're, i mean they're getting away from that now but we did fight a big yeah. war over the freaking japanese thinking that they were a master race you know <laughs> yeah i think it's yeah i think it's just like a culture thing and like they might find that okay and yeah and well there's a see i'm telling you man there's a real kubrick thing going on with this movie like when they touch the glass it starts sending out these really fucking weird messages on it like they touch the glass and it was like no one knows the real me deep inside i was like what the fuck <laughs> you know like oh I just, yeah, 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 yeah i just saw a guy <laughs> yeah. tear another guy's head off and freaking rub his face on the gravel while a woman was freaking topless riding a monster like she's a freaking equestrian and now you want me to start thinking about, like, the freaking deep inside nature of the fucking aliens? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, because, like, like, yeah, the people start touching the, the glass, that they're basically the dome that they're trapped in, and, like, start sending out their innermost thoughts up into space for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it starts <laughs> farming their thoughts. But nothing ever comes from that. Like, nothing ever comes of that. I thought that was going to be, like, a bigger thing. Right. Uh, but, like, that, that never really, I don't think that really pays off. No. No, 
And at some point, right, one right. of the thoughts the guy was one of the thoughts of the people was that Americans dropped the A bomb on us. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there you go. So yeah, that's that's what happened there. That's some. That, I, I guess if it helps, Jet, the, the guy took shots at everybody. <laughs> like I guess yeah. he was like, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't holding back at all. And he was like, I don't like any of anybody. <laughs> like here, fuck you guys. Yeah, we're all terrible. We're all terrible people. Here you go. Right. It sounds about it sounds about par for the course. <laughs> it sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So um yeah, actually, you know what? I think this is this this is a statement about this movie is that we actually have watched or we've gone a whole half hour and we have not gone on off topic once. We haven't talked about wrestling. We haven't talked about <laughs> like other people's movies. Like it's an actual whole solid half hour where we did nothing but talk about one movie. And that's, that's, that's impressive of an, in and of itself, you know? Okay, we should probably just cut off there then yeah. before we get off topic. <laughs> All right, well, have fun, guys, and we will talk to you next week. Oh, something. Yeah, something. Like, <laughs> something. like, subscribe, and comment, and all that bullshit. <laughs>